0: I'm Alex LaCroix, and this is how you sell without selling out, Rogers That.
1: Hi, I'm Rogers Healy, and welcome to Rogers That, a podcast dedicated to selling without selling out. I know what you're thinking, am I day drinking? Maybe, you can't drink all day unless you start in the morning, but today, you don't know what time it is, but I will tell you what time it is, it's tequila time uh today we have a great friend of mine that funny enough this is the first time we've met in person but we've connected through social media email phone zoom everything you can think of under the sun in large part because my friend alex lacroix is the founder the brains the vision the passion the heart the energy behind my favorite tequila company siempre for all you people that don't have google in front of you siempre is spanish for always it's, uh, it's spanish for forever and alex and i are always going to be friends forever, uh, and it's also because our team here at Morrison Seeger was lucky enough to be one of CM uh investors. And so, Alex, some uh, fun facts about him before we get started, and, and having him kind of share his story. He is—he's um, Canadian, and he's a Canadian that is in the tequila business that's here visiting in Dallas, Texas. Which we're going to take that dive in a second. But as you will start to unravel and, and learn about CM and Alex and his team and his family. Uh, He is a statistic in the best way possible, Uh, and I always believe in people that have resiliency, that have perspective, that have persistence, and that have a tunnel vision of doing something in a crowded space, whether it's real estate, whether it's sparkling water or alcohol. Everybody has a podcast. Almost everybody has an alcohol, but most people don't get listens or views, and most people don't sell it. He's done that, and today we're going to share his story. So with all that being said, I'm excited to welcome my friend with the Lone Star hat on here in the great state of Texas, Alex.
0: Oh, my God. How was it, mix, that in- um, it was great,
1: really. Yeah, I think it was good. Alex Lacroix.
0: Yeah, you got the name. So
1: it's it's spelled like the uh, like the the water company that's not that uh-huh. popular anymore. But he, when he pronounced it like a Canadian, say it say it again for all the people at home.
0: Lacroix. Hmm. You know the 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 French. Uh, the the French growing up, you know, in Quebec and and speaking French helped with the Spanish afterwards. Really. Yeah,
1: you know, the, just because it's a respect of a different language, yeah, you know, the
0: verbs, rolling the Rs, that whole thing, you know. So it was, it, it was good. It, it helped. So
1: why Quebec? Why is it not Quebec? Uh, I, I knew about Quebec as watching ESPN as a kid. Yeah, and, but it's Quebec.
0: Well, it's the same thing as Lacroix, like La Croix, You yeah. know,
1: what is La Quebec, Quebec? Quebec.
0: What does it stand for? The uh, the, the cross. Oh duh. It was a, it was a name. It was actually so. I, I got a Spanish background. Um, and, and they were releasing people from jail in Spain, uh, um, or, 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 Spanish prisoners in France and saying, Hey, you know what, if you go fight for us in new France over there and you know, what, what, what wasn't Canada yet, uh, we'll set you up. You can have some land, you can, you know, live a new free life instead of rotten in jail or whatever. Wow. And so a bunch of people signed up, went across on a boat and then fought, uh, fought the British. <laughs> And 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 you know, then some of them survived and got to to live on and stay, and they got this this LaCroix name. It was just a like a placeholder name that they gave a bunch of people. So In
1: America, we call them Smith.
0: Yeah. yeah. So I'm the, I'm I'm the Smith of Canada.
1: But you're not. You're the you're the siempre. You're you're, you're, you're can- yes. Can- I almost said Canadians. You're Canada's golden son, and not just because you have become. <laughs> you're an incredible girl dad. You're an incredible entrepreneur, a visionary, etc. But maybe walk us through, you know, who are you? And, and again, if y'all wanna follow a company that gets, that gets incredible publicity and it just happens to be an alcohol company, it's these guys, but a large part of your brand revolves around the fact that you had a broken path, you know, which gave you the, the road to significance.
0: Yeah, goodness, how far back do we go? You know, um, I, I sometimes I start the story as lucky I fell in love with a Mexican woman. You know, my mm-hmm. partner Monica and I, we started with 9,000 bucks on a credit card eight years ago. But, you know, uh, long before that, yeah, you know, I uh, might have grew up in the wrong part of town. Had some, some bad, uh, bad people that I looked up to, maybe, and uh, and I was involved in a whole bunch of crime. I, you know, I was sitting in a jail cell, uh, and and I was on twenty seven guns and gang charges. And we don't have the Second Amendment in Canada. Uh, my my best friend had just got murdered. Um,
1: How old
0: were you? I I was uh, I was in my my mid twenties. Wow. Yeah. Um, and I had just had a dollar. She, she was a month old. Mm. And I was on my way out of, you know, just, just on my way of, I, I was, I was getting out of it and, and I, and I got caught up and I was sitting there and I was looking at, you know, five to 10 years in prison and uh, and I was, I was praying, man, it was a Sunday and I, and I said a little prayer and I said, look, if, if I get bail somehow, uh, I'm never looking back. I'm never going to go back to this. You know, it was it was easy money, but it doesn't make any sense. I'd rather be broke and a role model and and just be alive and there for my daughter.
1: What's your daughter's name? Uh,
0: Aaliyah. Aaliyah. Yeah, she is a fantastic 12 year old human being, and uh, and With some great shoe game. Oh man, her shoe game is on yeah, point. a great shoe game. Anyway, yeah, sorry. yeah. She she like she schools me to it. Uh, but 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 yeah, no. So somebody answered the prayers. Uh, my, my lawyer, uh, he was walking the halls and, uh, the judge that married him and his wife was there just yeah, picking up some paperwork, you know, in and out of the office. And he said, Hey, can I get a bill hearing? He said, yeah, I guess so. And he heard me out. They, they let me out. And I spent eight years of my life correcting course, um, until we actually got to trial. So, um, eight years, eight years of pushing that trial back.
1: Obviously outside you were not in the, in the spirit space
0: no no not yet not yet i i certainly had done my fair share of drinking but uh, research and development yes of course uh no i ended up working as a bar back uh as a server in restaurants a cable guy uh every every job under the sun saving up a buck or two and then eventually uh applied for college uh for advertising college and i got in uh so you know so I, i i i went to school uh, and, and this was a four-hour drive. It was, it was in Toronto and I was living in Ottawa. Uh, so uh, so I would drive to school at the beginning of the week on a Monday, um, and then drive back on a Friday to be with my daughter the entire weekend for, God, for three years almost. And, and uh, ended up being one of the most awarded art directors in the business. Um, I was top 50 in North America. Ended up winning a ton of awards. Uh, were you I
1: passionate did. about it? Were you excited?
0: Absolutely loved it. Look, what I loved was, was I was a normal human being. That's that's all I wanted once I realized, you know, once I realized that there was a different world out there because I thought that it was just uh, just the world that I had previously known. And nobody I knew, you know, I didn't know anybody that that graduated high school, went to college, any of that stuff. It was just that life. And and I think, you know, the most remarkable part is, is uh, I know a lot of people that went through that situation in the past, and they thought that that was it, and it was the end, and it was over. And so they went deeper down that hole, and they didn't end up in a good place. You know. And so I, I think you know, part of that dedication you know, was, to, was to also be a role model to them or to anyone else that, that ends up in the same situation that I was in. But eight years later, I, I literally presented uh, before sentencing uh, to, to, to the judge everything that I had done in those eight years, which ultimately ended up with starting a spirits company, and being obviously that's right yeah starting siempre tequila uh with my partner monica and and growing it into this this national brand and uh he said you know what
1: national at the time meaning canada canada that's right yeah and obviously we're going to get there but Uh again it's it's produced in jalisco mexico you're living in canada which i'm assuming it was not super easy to travel with kind of the the role that you're in it was not but but you still somehow figured it out and so you get to your decision day where it's you know fight or flight or you know whatever what what was that was it just the what most bizarre pitch ever knowing that you went and told a judge that you're out on gun charges and maybe some other stuff you shouldn't have been doing and instead of going in to a different kind of straight and narrow you're gonna go into the alcohol space what was
0: yeah I mean you know so so mix of alcohol space you know never never breaching my conditions following all the rules and, and ultimately rehabilitating myself without going to prison. You know that 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 was that was the whole theme there. It was just like look at what I've accomplished in all of this time. And the the you know the 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 crown attorney uh the, the prosecution um stepped up and and agreed with my 57-page presentation. Uh he said, "You know what, this young man has been present every day in court and polite and held the door open." And, and, you know, was just, was, you know, some people go to, go to court and they're mean to everybody. They're angry. They're angry that this is happening to them. Uh, they're not, are not accepting responsibility that, you know, you were in that situation. So, so I was just positive the entire time and, and proved that, that I, I really took this thing seriously. And the judge said, you know what, kid, I'm going to give you house arrest. Um, I was supposed to get mandatory minimum two years in prison. They now use my case. After considering- eight years? So mm-hmm.
1: what was the eight-year period? And obviously, this is just the difference between our two systems, I guess.
0: It was pushing back trial. You know, okay. it was it, it was it was one thing after another. It was, uh, you know, um, but 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 my, my lawyer I think played it very well and 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 said, you know what, you're doing really well. Let's try to push this date back a little bit. Gotcha. You know, and and hey, let let's 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 play with this a little bit to allow me the time to do what I'm doing because I said, look, like I got to get the spirits brand off the ground. You know, if we can just get this going, um, then 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 at least I can come back to something. And lo and behold, he said, "I'm going to let you build this business and be with your kid." Um, yeah, so they use that as uh, they use that case now as an example for anybody who's rehabilitated, rehabilitated themselves uh, after having you know after being charged with with firearm stuff. What so?
1: What year was your? What year was the date when you had you actually went to court after the eight year hold period?
0: Yeah, it was two thousand. Uh, it was. Uh, about 2016. Wow. Yeah, a year a year of building siempre and then and then, you know, to me it was like oh no, it's it's all coming to an end and I think I think that that's that's really our brand ethos at the same time, right? Um just always look at the bottle half full, do the best you can no matter what the situation is and you know the, the 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 gig is not up until like like the last until the seconds on the clock hit zero right so even if there's one second left you can still change the game and, and 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 you know take it home and i just kept the level head, and that was that and it turned out turned out well
1: hmm. the um people that i know you've connected the goat fuel people the founder you guys are a lot alike and she's very successful in one of her things her name is jacquit And it's all about burning the ships, right? It's about once you get there, you literally cannot look back to where if you took a boat, if you took a ship to the destination, you set them on fire and you just keep going. And you've obviously done that differently. So let's talk about the competitive space of, again, the alcohol space. And y'all that are not super familiar with the investing world or the startup world, again, this is truly one of the most competitive spaces in the world, whether you're great at marketing Real estate, etc. Getting all this stuff to kind of align together is really hard, especially when you have you have six different verticals or st- six different excuses. Six, yeah. Uh, so maybe maybe get us through you know the the short and the sweet of coming up with the name CM How you and Monica put this thing together? Being based in Quebec, uh, say it for me Quebec, Quebec to Jalisco, Mexico. There's an entire country uh, in, in between the two. So what was that origin story?
0: Yeah, so, um, you know, uh, Monica, her grandmother and great-grandmother used to make mezcal. Uh, oh, cool. So, yeah, so her, her grandparents uh, um, are from Guerrero, and so was her mother. So Acapulco, Guerrero, and her grandfather was a fruit farmer. Do so, you speak Spanish? Uh, si, sí, mas o menos. But did you speak it before? Sanctuary? No, not before. Not before. Seriously? Yeah. Okay. Before
1: sh- we started, he was saying that having been able to speak French fluently has given him the ability to pick up on Spanish probably That's quicker right. than most.
0: Yeah, that's right. No, she kind of threw me in there and had a good laugh for eight years while I learned how to do it. Wow. Um, but no, her, yeah, her grandparents were uh, were farmers, and and so her grandmother would uh, would have them harvest agave, and she would, you know, have it cooked and make make batches of mezcal for the family. Uh, so uh, agave spirits were in her blood, and it was in my bloodstream because I was doing yeah, you know, lots, of, say, lots yeah. of practice. Yeah, I probably um, have some
1: agave in my bloodstream. Yeah, if, yeah. You,
0: if you test us right now, yeah. we yeah. Um, so you know, so so we just kept that kept that going, and and look like, uh, funny enough, while while I was going through this entire court process, um, I had my bail transferred to Monica's parents' place because I needed to be somewhere to be at school, um, and, and so her mom said, "All right, yeah, you see criminal, I'll take you in. I believe in you," and 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 you know they would before during after meals just casually sip on tequila they're not getting drunk or partying or getting crazy they're just like no this is this is just what we do you know agave spirits is is just a part of our lifestyle and and we would be like okay well this is not um you know salt lime knock it back like they're just like it's just part of their thing you get sick her mom will uh, will do tequila uh lime honey and she'll say hey sip on that it's gonna make you feel better <laughs> they did it for really? monica when she was a little girl
1: wow <laughs> yeah um so, m- medicinal tequila
0: absolutely the
1: the new wine which yeah again we'll get to the newest line that you cure, have
0: here cure, cures everything you got a sunburn rub some tequila on yeah. there you fine um I so bro- yeah i
1: broke my finger put it in tequila put it in
0: tequila yeah. you'll be all right uh beard oil um so so yeah so that, that was a big part of it but uh you know where, where we were in you know in ontario or in canada um tequila was not as popular as it was in California or Texas, right? Uh, so to us, it was a tremendous opportunity because everywhere we would go, people would be like, tequila, oh no, no way, this one time in college, I hate it, no, I'm not all about it. But but we knew that, we're, that there was there was amazing stuff. You had uh, Chinaco and Patron and all these, all these brands on the come up and I think Casamigos was just starting to bubble, so there was a big awareness about tequila that was starting to come into play and we saw the opportunity. And In the beginning, we're like, oh, Canadian market, let's go get it um and and so we spent a lot of our time after we created siempre uh just convincing people to fall in love with tequila again you know and 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 i think that that's what uh, not
1: just some people a country
0: uh, an entire yeah. an entire nation, yes. No,
1: no, no pressure. Who, who's your target market? Canada. Uh,
0: the Canada. Yeah, yeah, the
1: Canada. The yeah. entire country of Canada. Yeah. So what? I mean, what was the liquor of choice prior? Like whiskey stuff that you would think that you just drink when you're freezing cold. I mean, is it just cliche?
0: I so I, I mean, look, it, it kind of I think I think that it, it runs about the same as the United States, um, where where some by the way caught the aboot. Uh, the boot. Yeah, it runs. It runs. Above where where do we find that? Where did that come from? It runs about
1: the boot, the same of the United
0: States. It's a the same as the United States. It's about the same as the United States. You yeah, got it. He got, it. Yeah. he got me. Uh, so some states are advanced when it comes to spirits, and some pick up a little later. Huh. You know. So uh, I, I think it was. It was. Yeah, it was whiskey, yeah. bourbon, cognacs. Uh, there's a whole lot of vodka too, man vodka's dying though i 'll tell you how much yeah well, um,
1: here's a fun thing about tequila too that I learned through this journey it's the only liquor that essentially is an upper yeah right every other liquor is a depressant and ironically tequila is something that matches your personality and your persistence and your spirit you know literally and figuratively it's the only liquor that technically lifts you up right unless you have an entire bottle and then
0: it, and then it, and then it'll it'll it'll, yeah, it'll put you down. Yeah. Um, but, but no, yeah. Uh, uh, good tequila that is 100% agave produced in a good way without all the additives, um, will, it will get you high. It won't get you drunk. If you consume it responsibly.
1: And so you do this, you and Monica launch it and and you're, again, I think that in the term ignorance is bliss, I think is a really powerful term, right? And there's Mm -hmm. a lot of things that if you would have probably sat down with someone and said, why would you do this when there's 800 other people trying to do the same thing? Why it's going to cost so much money? You're going to have to raise money to get more bottle. It probably didn't didn't do any good. So the ignorance or the the unknown probably the fear of the unknown gave you the lever to be excited and actually go and attack this thing full steam.
0: That absolutely and coming from the advertising space and as a, as an art director what was drilled in our head is every idea on this planet has already been done. Yeah. It's already been done. Your job is to do it again and make it better hmm. and, and and look at all the problems in the space and, and correct them and, and, and yeah, just go do it better. So, so we would look at the tequila aisle, um, you know, and, 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 and the entire category. And we, we, you know, we were like, you know what the, the, the packaging is a little, it's a little serious, a little masculine uh, and a little boring, you know, and, and when you look at tequila's the the demographic of people that drink tequila, I think one of the one of the low key one you know uh, parts that stood out was women consume tequila uh, a, a great deal of it, and it's like their fun shot. It, it's what they go to, and and it, and 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 the the female demographic that drank tequila was growing and growing and growing, and we're like, there's nothing that really appeals to um to, to the to the to the female side of the tequila um demographic, and and not only that there was nothing that was colorful and beautiful and bright like mexico is right when you walk around the streets in mexico mexico is this big colorful beautiful mismatched mess that is glorious and and nobody was really capturing that you know that that street art that you know like like when, when you look at the uh
1: Dia de los muertos like just exactly yeah exactly, the,
0: yeah. exactly. Uh, it was all just like very dark brown, serious, and we're just like, no, nah, that that's not that's not Mexico. So we drew this beautiful label. I drew the pencil actually.
1: Really? So you <laughs> yeah. created the label of this? Yes, sir. Yeah. But even the bottle shape is different. Um, just the the I mean, right? This is not a typical you know tequila bottle.
0: You're right. Well, it was the original tequila bottle, or one of the original tequila bottles, and no one was using the shape. Uh, I, there was a few. People that came out afterwards to use the same bottle shape but this is what happens in our business but but so uh, so tequila was an illegal substance in Mexico um, that's not me texting. okay I was like no, what are no, you, you saying? no no <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah it was um, it was an illegal uh, so you couldn't you could not uh, sell tequila because it was not a product of Spain and and you know the the Spanish king was still in charge and so they had to find a way to smuggle it around, and 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 the way that they did that was through, you know, through priests and through through nurses and and doctors. So they would say, "Well, no, it's just medicine. It's it's an IV bottle, sir." No way. <laughs> so this this is a this is an old uh, apothecary or IV bottle. No way. And that's why we chose this bottle shape. What does tequila
1: actually stand for? What does that mean? What's the interpretation?
0: <laughs> uh, so there there is a town uh, just outside of Guadalajara called Tequila. And uh, tequila was known as like the, the worker, the working man's stopover town. And, and tequila was, was specifically only ever produced in that region. Uh, it was called uh, vino de mezcal or vino de tequila. Because it was like, oh, that, that wine that we drank when we go to tequila. And so it just became tequila. Oh, so wow. it was like the working class's booze uh, from this, this stopover town that was cheaper to stay in than Guadalajara while they were building the city wow and that's how tequila got its name
1: jokes on guadalajara tequila yeah, ended
0: up... they could have they could have we could have been drinking guadalajara right now they messed up yeah tequila sounds a lot better i think so
1: so so you go to market and, and again your literal you know your your total area of marketability is a country it, obviously the world etc and i want to make sure we unfold the fact mm-hmm. that you have got an army in the middle east as a client just the, just the the random connections with this stuff is is really cool and it's 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 kind of kismet but what, what was the first moment where you knew you had something? And again, this is a multi, I'm assuming the alcohol business is a multi-trillion dollar business in, in itself, tequila, or tequila is probably one of the only ones that's coming up, you know, versus vodka dying and beer dying, et cetera. But yeah. what was the first moment?
0: The first moment when we knew we had something.
1: Well, yeah. How did you know that? or Maybe the first moment where you're going to go do this full time, right? Like, and not that it was a side hustle, but, you know, you got to spend a lot of money here to make anything, and then you got to spend a lot more to go and. Have it scale, but what, what was that first moment? Like maybe a musician hears their song on the radio, right? Was it social media? Was it someone at a bar asking for a Siempre? What was the first time where you knew that you had a tiger by the tail?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I there's a few of those little moments, but, um, but one of them, as far as the packaging, you know, we weren't sure. We we're like, you know, this label, I don't know, like is it the one? I'm trying to show it around and see, but but we were in Mexico. We had just bottled our first batch, September fifteenth, two thousand fifteen. We took a bottle out into the town. And we're walking around. We're sampling it with the, you know with the with the locals that were living there and stuff, and um, and I, so one of the first moments was uh, a lady went, "Wow, this is my entire childhood." Mm. On the label, she's like, "I've never seen such a beautiful label like this," and 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 she was just just fascinated by by how we captured. You know, like the beauty of Mexico. This is the she said it. Um, it, was, it sounded much better in Spanish. Uh, and and then, and then we said, okay, packaging is is good, right? Uh, but but having a beautiful package or being beautiful on the outside is is one thing, but you got to make sure that it's beautiful on the inside too. And so we walked up to a group of uh, of old men. They were they were playing cards. And uh, you know, excuse me, you guys want to try a little bit of tequila with us? And uh, so they say, "Yeah, well, we'll maybe we'll try your tequila." I said, "Maybe." Well, what do you mean? They said, "Well, well, first we gotta we gotta touch it." And so the old guys—I wish I had an open bottle. I'd do it with you, but the old guys—they pour the tequila in their hands, and I'm like, "What the hell are they doing?" And and they they rub their hands, and then they smell it, and they go, "Well, I won't even sip a tequila until I can feel it and smell it, and that's how I know that it's good and that it's worth putting you know putting in my." put it in my mouth and I'm like, okay, Um, so, so, so they, they, they smelt it and they, they touched their hands. They said, well, it's not sticky. So there's no additives. They're not messing around with it. Um, And and then, and then they went, you know what feels good, smells good, so have a sip. And then they had a sip and they said, this is fantastic. I haven't had tequila like this in a long time. And so we know the juice was, it was approved by, by the old timers, you know? So we were like, okay, we're onto something here. And that was a cool feeling to be in Mexico on the streets in the town of tequila and have the people that live there sign off on it you know both on the packaging and the taste it, it gives you the the goosebumps it felt in, good in,
1: insider approved yeah yeah. So, yeah so uh so you do this and you, you hit not critical maybe you hit critical mass but you do it you remember the first time that you had a real obstacle whether it was a, a purchase order you couldn't fulfill or you're trying to enter a market that's difficult to get into again i don't think people can realize how incredible it how how incredible the competition is in the market and again you've maintained for almost a decade to stay at a healthy pace of growth where obviously we'll you know we'll land the plane with where you guys are at now but what was that first moment You're like holy crap this is this is this is big time
0: right so well (laughs) the first difficult moment so i I mean i can hit you with a triple uh right now um so we, we 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 created this this uh this batch, uh, the LCBO Liquor Control Board of Ontario, which is uh, what a lot of the control states model their business on, and uh, and and we we brought all this product in, and um, you know we were just we were just happy. We we're like, oh my God, we're going to be available in the stores. It's going to go down. It's going to happen. And then all the product came in, and uh, they were like, you know what? Actually, we're going to why, why don't you reapply next year? Just start as as a consignment product. We went, okay, well, what does that mean? That means when the last bottle gets sold is when you get paid. So we could not collect any cash on our purchase order until the very last bottle of 150 cases was sold. And they're like, oh, by the way, you know, because it's this it's this consignment thing, uh, it's going to be taxed differently. So these bottles were sold for 99 bottles each, and you can only buy one case at a time. So. <laughs> So a bar or a restaurant was the only establishment that could buy it, and they had to spend six hundred dollars a case. It was ninety nine bucks a bottle, and it was. I was just like, oh, okay, we got some work to do, um, but we busted our ass and we figured it out and we got it done. Wow! You know, so that was one. Um, another time, uh, we you know we we got uh, we got a listing uh, with Safeway in in Alberta, Canada and uh you know the grocery our, store. the grocery store so you
1: can still look you can sell liquor at a grocery store in canada
0: yeah so can't well i mean canada is it you know consider it like twelve different little mini countries. Yeah, they all got their own rules and regulations and stuff. And Alberta is like the wild west when we actually got, you can
1: buy you can buy liquor at a grocery store in California.
0: That's right. You yeah,
1: just, in Texas you can't. And yeah,
0: anyway. uh, yeah. Alberta, it's like the the grocery sells liquor, but then there's a you got to walk out one door and into the other one. Really? Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, it's all right. You know, we, we learn. But but Alberta, uh, when 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 we had this, oh my god, you can't get into the stores. You can lose all the bars and restaurants kind of issue and we're waiting to get into the lcbo we said well we're not going to sit here and wait we're going to go out and make some money so we built some inventory got it out to alberta and that was like the the wild west that was like the big eye-opener because in alberta when you sell one case to one liquor store you get paid the week one week later for every single case every single time and that's still our ace man we still make great money in alberta because of that you know for cash flow um so, you know, it was just a completely different game. And we we realized the opportunity that there was in both Alberta and the United States because a lot of the states worked like that as well.
1: So did you? was it a difficult time entering the United States as far as, you know, getting distribution and, and learning as you were going? And obviously, I'm assuming it's just as competitive here as it is in Canada?
0: Yeah. Uh, so in, in Ontario, on the liquor store shelf, there might be 30 tequilas. We said, you know what, let's just, let's, let's jump in. Let's go into, let's, let's self-distribute in California. Uh, and, and when we finally got there, you know, when we finally started selling to stores there, we realized that there were 300 oh, God. tequilas in that tequila section. You know, you go to uh, K&L Spirits or, you, you know, you go to one of these bigger stores, uh, there's, there's 300 tequilas. Wow. And, and it was like, okay, well, how do we stand out? What do we do? Um, but, you know, I, I think, uh, I, I think it's just, and it's it's like this in any competitive business. You you just need to outwork everybody. Yeah, you, you got to be crazy. And and I just took all the energy that I had from back in the day, and that 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 drive to never end up in that situation again, and applied it to 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 the spirits business.
1: How, how do you stay on top of it now? So again, you're sent, we're, this is 2023. You're essentially. Eight years into the business, is yeah, that right? Yeah. Eight years in the business. There's probably more than 300 tequila companies now that mm-hmm. are fighting for shelf space. And
0: there was there was 188 new tequila brands last year. No way. Yeah. Wow. I remember when I had the
1: opportunity to invest in y'all. It was it was it was, it was I had it narrowed narrowed down to two companies, you and one that was like celebrity backed, and I'm mm-hmm. grateful I went this path. But 188 last year, which say there's 600 in the U.S. Right, right. How do you guys stay on top? Like, even within the shelf space, right? It's a real estate play. Mm-hmm. If it's at eye level and it looks sexy, somebody might buy it versus the ones that are at the bottom. Right, for the frat house.
0: Yeah, and we'll walk into some stores, and Siempre went from being eye level to some other brand coming in and and secretly shuffling us down behind another box of I don't know, you know what I mean, rosé wine or something like that, and you can't see us anymore. And you go, oh, you go, oh, that's why stale slow down in this one retail store. But, but it, it is, it is just about the people that you involve like you know when you're trying to scale a business you you got to like hr is one of the most important things you got to find people that are as um as in love with 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 the business and and as passionate as you are and it's the most difficult thing ever to do you know they got to be sharp and and you need to you need to sometimes you got to show them the ropes a little bit but we've been fortunate enough to have absolutely amazing people on our team that that go out there and get it as hard as we do you know so so we've just we've just you know we made the mold and we we've replicated it in in the people that we have on the ground and you know that along with with the combination of some really great industry veterans that we brought along um have have been toe on the line yeah yeah
1: and I think that's where we connected like and again I was a relatively unintentional passive investor in y'all and then got an email to, to kind of be a part of a, another raise where you want an essentially acquired talent to help you scale which proves that you have no ego you and monica there's no ego in this you're, you're growing it with you know with with true intention but maybe talk to us about like where the company is at now right eight years yeah. in you got shelf space he, by the way he went and picked this up on the way here from a, a local liquor liquor store so it's not like he traveled from canada with it so you can actually find it here but total wine and specs total total wine and specs and if you go to the siempre website which is what is it
0: uh, There's a,
1: there's a store finder in there, a store locator. You put uh-huh. your zip code and it tells you the closest one, yeah. et cetera. Yeah. But maybe what are, what are some of the, like, uh, to brag on yourself, what are some of the most recent, you know, accolades and, and numbers?
0: Yeah. Well, well we, we've, um, goodness in, in the last, in the last three years, we've grown, uh, we've grown about 180% or maybe, maybe a little, a little North of 200%. Um, we have, um, uh, we have a, a, an awesome vice president sales who uh, comes off of uh, 15 years as a VP at Patron Spirits, Adam. Uh, Mr. West Tachibana. Okay. Awesome guy. Cool. Um, Adam, I mean, Adam is an anomaly, man. He He's an amazing human. He's our president. He was a Siempre investor mm-hmm. and like worked his way into just being one of our fearless leaders, at the, you know, and he he's raised a whole bunch of cash for us, but he's got a MIT Microsoft, mm. uh, uh, like yeah, tech a, it's tech it's background. A no, I'm just turning this sound off. I can't oh. believe it. No, no, off. you're good. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, it's an impressive team. And again, it's like this motley crew. Which I what, what I liked about it. Again, most of the steel, the stuff that I really like going deep in, it's like the thing for the people that never had it before. Mm-hmm. Even though it's not like you invented tequila, but it's like tequila for everybody else, right? Yeah. It's a tequila for whether it's the working class or tequila for the people that appreciate marketing tequila for people that actually can afford to buy nice tequila. And it, it just made sense to where the fancy brands are for the fancy people, the, you know, lower end brands are for the people that don't really have, you know, a, a taste or, or intention, but you did it for everyone else, which seems to be a, a way bigger market than yeah. than the, the other two mentioned.
0: Yeah, the, the, the two extremes. Look, it, it's a it's like, the 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 plata reposado and añejo the the main skews originally we we created these tequilas as gateway tequilas, how do we convince someone that didn't like tequila to come back to it and and fall in love with it and us be their first love, because because that's what creates like a super fan you know you got them forever if, you, if they fall in love with you first for the first time they'll always come back, um and and it was just it was meant to be soft easy to drink but still complex enough for an aficionado, you know and and I I, I think. We got lucky, but it was a lot of hard work. But we knocked it out of the park with that, um, and then and then with the three other ones, we started to get into, um, you know, into the 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 super, like the craft space. Like we we're bringing people luxury that's not it's it's not it's not pretty luxury. It's luxury because of the quality, um, and and I think that that's where the world is going anyways. You know, you 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 you're not going to pick up a, a a jacket or a pair of shoes. Because it's got a brand name on it, um, you're going to pick it up because it's it's really really high quality. Also, you know, paying whatever amount of money for a pair of shoes is going to fall apart on you because it's got a cool name. Uh, I think it doesn't fly anymore. What are those? Uh, these are some Nikes. Nike, I've heard of them. They're, they're a very good yeah. quality, though. I tell you, they I, I like them because of the are those quality. The
1: Charles Barkleys.
0: Uh, they they're they're the um yeah so so these are an, an iteration of the uh, uh, what are they called here the um I forget. I like them yeah Yeah. they work
1: um reminds me I remember getting my parents would buy me a pair of basketball shoes every year and it had nothing to do with comfort or functionality it was just how cool they looked and those are that's a very like early 90s uh retro look um which has nothing to do with tequila so 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 as you continue this path of of of, you know being a statistic on the on the good side of things Mm -hmm. what's what's the relative end goal like at what point do you feel like all right I've accomplished the you know Mount Rushmore of being a tequila Titan what, what what's the actual end
0: goal? Well, like for Monica and I, like siempre is you know it's, it's one of our kids, it's our baby, right? Um, and and now I mean, <laughs> it's not a baby anymore. It it it's it's very. I feel like it's in its it's uh, it's teenager phase, heading into its prime, and we just want to see it grow up and take on a life of its own. You know, I think that as a founder, there's nothing that we would love more than to you know to raise it up to. To a, to a level where, where someone, you know, a, a bigger entity can come and be like, hey, this is perfect. We'll pick this up and take it from here and just see it take off. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's, there's only so much that we can do, little old us. We got, you know, a little less than 20 people on the team. But, but you know, the, the power of a joint venture or the power of, of, of one of these big guys and their global distribution and, 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 and all the staff behind it is, is where we would like to see this brand go. Uh, because it deserves to be on a world stage yeah, which it is which
1: again one of my favorite little facts about siempre maybe share a couple of the people or the groups that are fans or users or customers starting with the army
0: oh, well we uh we we do sell to certain well here's the thing so so i mean maybe stateside first so yeah. we we sell to some of the uh the army exchanges and um, and around a lot of Air Force bases. Monica's cousin is a US uh, Air Force wow. uh, veteran. So he, he did a couple of tours. Uh, now he's an Air Force pilot. Uh, that's where we were this weekend in Wichita Falls. Oh, cool. And uh, he's got his whole crew on it. We, we sell a lot of tequila to uh, uh, Air Force Base in, um, in Southern California as well. Wow. Um, and, and so we got that side of things. And then, uh, yeah, uh, the Indian market of all places, Uh, and, and and so they sell to military and a lot of the, uh, the, the, the wealthy sort of neighborhoods and, and spirit stores and stuff. It just blows my mind, man, where this thing goes. Um, yeah.
1: Not, not something to complain about. It's good. No, no, no. It's fantastic. Is there such thing as balance with what you're doing? Like a work life balance? Yeah. I mean, chintzy question, but I don't think there is. I think that, you know, I think I found myself time blocking and having Mm -hmm. a relatively new wife and a new, a child
0: Congratulations! By Thank way. you, but I, yeah.
1: but I'm but I'm so program. I'm such a program person that getting married at forty, having a kid at forty two, I find myself like, here is my dedicated time to be talking to my wife or hanging out with my daughter, and it's yeah. super hard. Where I'm always in growth mode, and yeah. the catch twenty two to venture is that like I'm always a part of other people's growth, but there's not there's no end goal for me, right? Which becomes kind of a drug. Um, but with what you're doing, obviously traveling to multiple countries talking to people on the phone mitigating risk keeping your team under 20 to maintain overhead but is there such thing as actually finding a balance
0: you 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 need to find some i mean (laughs) that it's not perfectly balanced but you do need to find time to reset um or else you just burn out yeah you know i think that was something you know we we worked hard when we were in advertising as you know when i was an art director we just we went really really hard but but there was a time where you had to turn it off otherwise you couldn't come back with fresh ideas hmm. you know um i think it's the same in sports and in a bunch of other businesses you know you got to be able to turn it off and that was that's that was a huge challenge in the beginning but i think that we've found ways to be able to turn it off and my daughter has always been that too i love it you know um. yeah
1: Okay, some, uh these are questions we didn't prep you for, but I'm just gonna ask them now
0: that we're rock, buddies. Rock and roll.
1: So um, imagine if I own a steakhouse and someone comes there and they order like this really nice, beautiful piece of meat, mm-hmm. and then I ask for steak sauce and I'm offended. Is it the same thing with tequila? If someone wants to mix it with like soda water or with something like, a, like too many limes, is it, are you like, oh my God, are you kidding me? This is the fanciest tequila ever. What, what's that like as a tequila guy?
0: Um, I won't get offended. But, but we will have a conversation. Really? Do you a, mix uh, yours all with, with anything? i a talk. Um, th- there is, look, so when, when you, when I, I, we say, when you meet a tequila for the first time, it's kind of like relationship, you know? Um you got to you know you got to kind of you know be your best and take your time and get close to it like you know you, you swirl it around in the glass it's like dancing for the first time you get a little closer and you know if he or she has bad cologne or perfume that gives you a migraine you don't want to go close for the first kiss right uh, first sip is like the first kiss have you been asked this question before once or twice dang
1: it i thought it, like i was doing the parallel with the steakhouse and you literally it's such a You just press play, you knew the response, keep going.
0: No, no, yeah, no, so so it's like a relationship and I I think that you should go through a couple of, uh, you should go for your first date with the tequila before you guys get wild and crazy and do all kinds of, you know, different stuff, so.
1: Will you drink anything else other than tequila?
0: Absolutely. Really? I have an incredible bourbon collection. Really? We should explore it one day. Do you drink any other tequila other than Siempre? Yes, it's very important that we drink all tequilas because they're all part of this this whole story, you know, I think. uh, When
1: are you gonna go into politics? Um, After Siempre?
0: Yeah, well, you know what? I think uh, – uh, actually, I won't comment on, on our current <laughs> political situation yeah. in Canada. Yeah. Um, but they, they could use a prime minister or, or two or whatever it is. Yeah.
1: True. What, what a great story. Okay, the, who would play you in the movie?
0: From um, prison
1: to tequila, Titan to, poli- to prime minister.
0: Who, who? Likely Mackay Pfeiffer.
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> no, 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 you, you no, were ready know. for that too. You no. haven't been asked that question. Uh, if no. Siempre was a celebrity, who would it be? Um,
0: it 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 was it. You know, I, I would have said The Rock at some point. I, I, for some reason. I was going Dr. Dre. Oh, I was Dre, thinking Dre. someone who
1: like had a, a rough upbringing, yeah. found themselves out of a, a bad situation, rebranded themselves, went from music to headphone pioneer to.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah I could see that, Dr. Dre. Look, I mean, it, yeah, I, I, it's it's interesting with celebrities because uh, the the majority of them are the the really the ones that really 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 made it big they all have a crazy ass story. Duh. Because that's what, you know, you gotta be different. Like my daughter was asking me, we're we having a conversation about like, like, you know, all the kids are doing this and everybody's the same. And you know, I'm a little different. And I don't, I don't know if that's okay or not. I'm like, look, right now it's a big deal and you gotta conform. And, and it seems like you gotta like be the same as everybody else to fit in. But that, that, that one thing that makes you unique or different, is what's going to literally make you like a celebrity or stand out or, 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 or be apart from everyone when you're older. And people are going to be jealous of that, yeah. you like, know, but you don't realize it. Like
1: a quote that changed my life, which kind of led me to this podcast, was you got to be yourself because everyone else is taken. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I want to get back to something as we kind of, as we get to the ending of this. Yeah. One and again, from two marketing guys, right? It's, it's not what you sell, it's how you sell it. But one of your, or if the only unofficial tagline for Siempre is no celebrity required. Right, you talk about two hundred new tequila brands come to market last year. It's nuts. One hundred and ninety-nine of them literally are probably backed by a celebrity, which mm-hmm. means you better hope that celebrity doesn't do anything stupid. If not, you're yeah. screwed. Yeah, your whole thing again. It goes back to I was like, I love this. It is no celebrity required. What's What's the whole theme of that? Like, why did you feel so convicted to where it was literally on a billboard in Manhattan or in, in New York City? I mean, you you were everywhere yeah. with it. Yeah, um, which makes the celebrities want to be a part of it even more so. Yeah,
0: we we it was just just when the world zigs, you zag. Yep. Right. Um like like being a black sheep in a crowd of white sheep, you stand out. You know, so so it was like we walked in we were walking in the liquor stores. I would do 10 liquor stores in a day and nine of them <coughs> nine of the stores are like, "Yeah, what, what celebrity's backing you?" Well, well, how am I going to sell this if I don't you don't have a and I'm like, "All right, well we we don't we don't need one." <coughs> Yeah, it's okay. I
1: get emotional talking about
0: celebrities. Uh, it's, I'm, I'm tearing up too. <coughs> I'm, I'm letting you cough. Um, yeah. So it was just like no celebrity required. No celebrity required. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. Um, so we just, we just took that. It, it, it's kind of like, uh, like I think, I think um, sodas, right? Back in the day, there was Coca Cola. There was, uh, you know, there, there was, there was uh, root beer. And, you know, there, all, all these, all these brown and and dark sodas, and then like. Like Seven Up came in or Sprite or whoever it was, they said well, we're, we're the clear soda. You know, they, they just they found their their little niche. You know, like this is how we're going to be different, and that's how Siempre, you know, found a way to be different in in that market space. We're like well, we're the ones that don't need one at all. So so we have that shelf talker, or we had that shelf talker. You know, for the last two years, and it, it goes on the shelf between, you know, celebrity X's tequila and celebrity Y's tequila and and it says celebrity not required and it's right there in between and people have a laugh they go that's funny i like that they pick it up they bring it home they try it they like it and they buy it again Hmm. simple as that just to you know just to get a raise out of people and love it yeah
1: two more questions uh the second to last is your legacy right again broken story to finding yourself to perspective with being a, a father and then a business person second but what is it, you look back in a few decades and you've sold your business for a billion dollars, you did the next thing, you won every award, top 40 marketing person that just proved to burn the ships and stayed the course over the course of eight years and then another 80 after. What, what do you wanna be remembered for?
0: The guy that didn't give up when, when he was faced with, uh, faced with some serious adversity. And, 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 and let that be a lesson to everybody else who went through some crazy ass stuff that that you know that that thought about giving up but didn't you know like or, or or was considering giving up but then they heard this story or or another story that was similar to mine i just i just want to be able to be one of those people that people can 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 look to and go okay well if if he could do it then, then i can do it yeah
1: well here's six reasons that you are doing it you got six flavors um best advice to give or that you've received what, what's the one piece of advice that just sits at the top of your head every single day
0: yeah, it would it would be that um that that no matter the situation, there is a way to get things done. You know, you, you just haven't considered all the angles yet. Um, you know, it you know that I think there's a there's a picture like a meme where like the guy's digging for a diamond and mm-hmm. and, and he and you know, there there's like an inch left mm-hmm. to that diamond and he he gave up and he was almost there.
1: And then someone like you comes over there and knocks the wall down. Yeah, see you later, there yeah. You go. Yeah. Last question: uh, best way to support Alex? Best way to support Siempre, How do we find it? How do we follow their social media game is strong too. What's what's the best way to go and, and support the brand and the cause?
0: Thank you. We try. Um, I, you know, if uh, if we, we, we ship nationwide uh, through our website. So which nation? Uh, the nation of America.
1: Okay, I didn't know if it was Canada or Mexico. We, there, or there there's the a
0: there's a Canadian option for those who say a and a boot and and <laughs> enjoy maple syrup and. Ew, I hate maple syrup. It, I really yeah. It's more expensive than bourbon, man. So maple stick to the bourbon. Yeah. Can
1: keep it. That's I have I like all foods except maple syrup. I think that's why I haven't been to Canada. I'm so afraid that once you land and you get off the plane they're like maple syrup and I'm just gonna
0: how yeah, can you, yeah, on the plane. you know when you land in Cancun and they got tequila shots. Yeah, that's so nice. That, that. That's yeah. I'll be there with the tray.
1: Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Welcome to Canada. <laughs> so, what,
0: what, what were we talking about?
1: No. The, how, how to support Sanpere and to be a part of this brand, which is obviously it's more than an alcohol brand, right? It's a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a story, and it's inclusive, and it's you know, it's everything. It's it's the American dream based in Canada.
0: Um, well, we you know the American dream is somebody coming to America and then growing their bit. So I just my my i didn't come from overseas i came from just like across the border, across fair the border. Enough. it's a small small sea
1: fair, fair you was know,
0: a great lake uh yeah the american dream but but supported by by drinking drinking it tell telling the brand story the brand story is everything you know yeah. um and, and just just logging on to siempre and uh picking up a bottle if you can you know there's a store finder i think we we love it when you walk into the store and actually ask for it uh, if they don't carry it somewhere ask for it because yeah. that that's what gets people interested and in looking for us out there
1: yeah and it's, it's been so fun and most of the people that i'm friends with that have restaurants or bars don't even know that i'm involved and i'm just like can i get a simpere and soda don't get offended they're like what that's no, fine i was like you need to get Sim-. and then two weeks later they have it on the shelf and it's just like but i'm saying just the 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 value of, um, of, you know, multiplying is is really an effect in something like this. Yeah, so.
0: word of mouth is is stronger than any billboard. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, Siempre Soda is good. Okay, good. Approved. Yeah, you're fine. You're fine.
1: Can I put, like, uh, a little splash of, like, grapefruit juice in it too? Uh,
0: yeah, that that now you're getting into the zone of uh, Paloma, and Siempre Plata makes a wonderful Paloma. Look at that. Yeah, you're good.
1: I love it. Yeah. Well, um, Alex, you're, you're a great friend. You're a great partner to us. We're grateful and, and excited that we got to share a little piece of your story today. And uh, looking forward to more flavors to come. And then, uh, ladies and gentlemen, what's your favorite flavor? Uh, uh, if you had one tequila you had to live with every day, which one do you pick? Hey,
0: if, you, if you had to kill all your children except for one. Um, Who's
1: your favorite child? Who's your most expensive child? This one?
0: Oh, yeah, this is the most expensive one for now. For now. Yeah, for now. Uh dun, dun, dun. But, but I, I, I would say this. I, w- I would say that, that the Supremo, the Siempre Supremo would be my go-to uh, because with that, you can make all the rest of them. That, that, that's like uh, 110 proof, still strength. It is the most old school tequila that tequila can be because um, it, it's made with this uh, tahona, So it's uh, volcanic uh, stone crushed, wild fermented with fibers. But it is badass. Like I used to dip a ladle into the still bring the bottle home, uh, and and then I was like, well, this is ridiculous. We should just put this in a bottle and sell it too, right? You know, if I'm hoarding it and drinking it myself, then somebody else must like it. Uh, so that that Supremo is probably the one because it is the base of everything.
1: Love it. The plane has landed. Siempre tequila. We love you, Alex. We love you. We appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in.
0: We, we love the hell out of you and, and you guys. Really? We, we appreciate you oh. guys, the people inside of the... The camera, the, the oh, camera. yeah. I thought I was like, oh, that's so nice. like, and, like, and well, I mean, oh no, yeah. oh, we appreciate that you guys backfire.
1: We appreciate y'all and then everyone watching this, uh, and listening for the future. This is a great story that, again, the common theme is just giving, not giving up and having grit and having really great tequila. So, hats off to Sam Thank you very much. Yes, sir. cheers, appreciate you. Cheers.